The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. This is Kate Butler, and I play Leah Rose on Witches of the City, which is a podcast about magic and the power that comes with it. The episode you will be hearing is episode one. Fifteen-year-old Leah Rose is the youngest member of her coven and is completing her application to the Witchcraft Guild of North America. In Leah's application tapes, she is required to answer a series of questions in order to prove why she should be accepted to the guild. But in answering these questions, Leah seems to have something to hide. But then again, so does the guild. Thank you for listening. Hi, my name is Leah Rose, and uh, this is my application to the Witchcraft Guild of North America. Alright, so once a week for the next... 15 weeks, I will be recording myself answering the prepared questions to send in for my Witchcraft Guild application. And according to the application instructions, I also need to, quote, make the guild aware of who I am as a person and not just a witch, i.e. interests and personal life, end quote. All right, first things first, how about interests and personal life? Okay, so ever since I joined my coven, I've been taking online classes so I can have more time to focus on my study of magic. But when I'm not taking a class or studying, I enjoy the arts. I like to paint a bunch, and I know this isn't exactly anything special, but I enjoy spending time around my coven and my other best friend. She isn't technically a witch, but her mom works in a fortune teller's shop and does the tarot card readings there, so that must count for something. She likes painting just like I do, and though she's my best friend, I don't get to see her as much as I'd like, because she has to actually go to school, because she's not a witch. Uh, the only thing I would really change between us is to be able to teach Cass magic, too. That's her name, Cass. I know we're really close, but I always feel as if I'm hiding so much of myself from her, which I am, but that's besides the point. And I know that it's against the witchcraft laws and all to tell her about my magic, but I don't exactly like lying to my best friend. I would much rather teach her the magic instead of hiding it from her. But I know she never believed me anyways. She thinks her mom's tarot readings and fortune tellings are stupid and make no sense, so there's no way that she'd be anywhere close to believing in witchcraft. And I guess that isn't the only thing I'd change about our relationship. But that's besides the point. That's not important. Cass is the only person I've had the opportunity to really get to know outside of my coven. And although I love all my sisters, Cass is pretty great too, you know? Anyways, other than painting and Cass, I like puzzles a lot. It's like with witchcraft and stuff, all the instructions are very set in stone, but with puzzles and stuff, you sort of get to make up your own rules. Do whatever you need to do to get the answer in the end. Say to hell with the rules and throw caution to the wind. Metaphorically, of course. Whew. Well, that's enough about my personal life for now. On to the questions, I guess. Alright, so the first question is, why have you chosen witchcraft over a normal profession? Well, I suppose that it was, at first, a manner of escaping, I guess. When I first turned to witchcraft, I was about 12 years old, I think, 
and I had been bumped around the foster care system a lot in those past few months. <laughs> I think it was also around the anniversary of my parents' deaths, so as you can guess, I was not exactly in the best place at that point. Yeah, I was a bit lost, very alone right about then, but uh, I remember this one day when I was in the public library after a particularly terrible day in my current foster home, and I was just kind of wandering through the stacks when I turned into an aisle and I just saw this girl. And I can picture it so clearly, and I'm not entirely sure why, but I can. She was wearing this light blue dress, and she had her long auburn hair tied up in a blue bow that matched her dress perfectly. And she was just sitting on the floor with her eyes closed and her back leaning up against the shelf. She was, she was just sitting there, muttering to herself. So... So I just walked right over to her and sat right down next to her with just about the most gusto that a 12-year-old girl could muster. And it wasn't even subtle. I just sat my 12-year-old self down right next to this random girl in the library. And as soon as I sat down, she looked right at me. And it wasn't in the way that older kids look at younger kids. No, it wasn't in a patronizing way at all. But she just looked at me. And then she asked, do you want to learn? And I asked, do I want to learn what? Because I was a little scared. I was 12 years old, deep into the foster care system, and I was already scared that I would sleep in a different bed tonight than the one I would sleep in tomorrow. But then she looked at me again, just really looked with this kind face of hers and said, learn to do this. And then she looked at the bookshelf in front of us, without even moving, lifted a book off of the shelf and gave it to me. And at this point, I was freaking out. I mean, a strange girl in the library just levitated a book over to me. Of course I was freaking out. I was 12! And because I was 12, I wasn't exactly the smartest person you'd meet, but it was pretty much right then that I knew that I was going to have to make a choice. So I looked right back at her and said, with more honesty in those few words than in every word I had ever spoken before then, more than anything. And then she smiled, the best smile I have ever seen, stood up and reached her hand. So then we just walked right on out of that library. And as we walked out, she looked at me and said, My name's Hazel, and you're going to stay with me now. And it was at that point that this monumental weight just lifted from my shoulders. I didn't have to go back to the foster care system. I didn't have to worry about who I was living with and if they were terrible or not anymore. Because I had found Hazel and I knew that everything was going to be okay. But before I knew it, we were in front of my current foster home. We had been walking ever since we left the library, and I'm still not sure if it was Hazel or if it was me that led us there, but we were there nonetheless. And it was right there that Hazel let go of my hand and walked right up to ring the doorbell. 
with just about the same amount of gusto I had when I first sat down next to her. So when my foster parents opened the door, I did what any smart kid would have done, and I started to walk into that house because I was just a little terrified. And that was before Hazel grabbed my hand and stopped me. Because Hazel just looked right up to my foster parents and said, this girl's gonna stay with me now, and I'm gonna teach her because you cannot. And it was right then that I think her green eyes just lit up with a righteous fury. And she led me right into that house, and we went up to the little bedroom I'd been put in, packed up my things, and went. We went to this apartment in a surprisingly busy part of the city. And this is New York City, mind you. And as soon as we walked in, it was like I was a puzzle piece that had finally been put in the right spot. I fit there, and it was perfect. But I wasn't the first girl that Hazel had brought into her apartment. No, right when we walked in, there were two other girls sitting on the couch. And they didn't seem to be related to each other or Hazel at all. So I turned to Hazel and said, Is this just a thing you do? Taking people from the library? And of course, I was sort of worried that I had so blindly placed my trust into this girl after barely knowing her. Worried that I followed her so trustingly to a place where I would have even less of a home and less control than I had before. But Hazel explained. She explained that she was gathering girls to start a witch's coven and that she was going to teach us all magic. Hazel told me that three years ago and the two other girls who were there before me Era and Bee have worked with Hazel and I to gather the final three members of our coven, Annabelle, Darcy, and Persephone. And it took some time to adjust to everything and to be well-practiced enough in our magic so we didn't almost blow each other up every five minutes. But we're a family now, more of a family than I think any of us have ever had before this. And it's like, Sometimes they all do things that make me just want to walk right out of our apartment and not turn around. But I love them all too much to ever really want to leave. And I know for sure that I do plenty of things that make them all feel the same way. I know that we all get irritated when Hazel acts as if she knows better than all of us just because she started our coven. But... We wouldn't trade her caring nature for the world. I know that it can be exasperating when Darcy chooses her books over us, but she knows so much more about the world than all of the rest of us. I know that it bothers everyone when Bee sings too loud in the shower, but I don't know if anything makes her happier. And I know it can be irritating when Persephone forgets to do the dishes and get the mail but she remembers every other special thing, down to the tiniest of details, so we don't have to worry about it. And sometimes it can be hard to deal with Arrow when she gets sad and distant, as she tends to do. But when she isn't, when we know that she's just really with us, the apartment feels so much brighter. And Annabelle, well, Annabelle has trouble trusting us sometimes but that's just because she was the last member of the coven and we're getting closer it's just taking us a little longer with her than with everyone else 
but there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And even I can get quite distracted with whatever seems to be the most important to me at any given time. But I know that all of my sisters can see past my flaws when they need to, just like I do for them. So, I guess that's the main reason why I chose witchcraft. Not only because it gave me a well-needed escape, but because it gave me a family that I never had before. But if I'm allowed a bit of a less serious answer, I like it because it's fun. Because I can do things that I only thought were fiction before. And sometimes, I just need a little bit of fun and chaos that is everything else. But come to think of it, I also enjoy the power it gives me. And I get that power isn't exactly the right word in this situation. So I think maybe control would work better. Yeah, control definitely makes more sense than power here. It's just that before I met Hazel and discovered witchcraft and after my parents died, I was completely powerless. But witchcraft has given me back some of that power that I lost. And when I say power, I don't mean it in any bad sort of way. I just mean that through my magic, I've been able to regain some of that control in my life that I lost in a few years before I started. And growing up in the foster care system made me realize that if you don't do something big, something worth noticing in order to get out of the place you're stuck in, no one is ever going to remember you. So I guess, in a way, I do mean power. I mean the power to do something big, something amazing, something that will change the world and make people remember the name Leo Rose. And not just as a member from a New York City coven, as much as I love my sisters, but as a witch who did great things. Things that shook the world to its roots and made everyone know who I am and all of the amazing things I've done. But I guess I do still mean control over myself, in the big picture at least. Well, I guess that's a pretty complete answer. I've never done anything like this before, and not just the whole recording myself answering questions part, but the whole job interview part. I assume whoever's listening to this knows that as a registered coven, we get a monthly paycheck once we send in proof of how much we practice our craft and how we practice it. And although I appreciate what I have now, I would be honored to be offered a position with the guild. Well, I guess that's all I have to say today. Thank you to the guild in advance for your consideration. Witches of the City was written and performed by Katie Butler. We can be found at City Witches Podcast on Tumblr. Loco art was done by at Shotgun-SammyStevens on Tumblr. You can listen to Witches of the City on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Anchor. I am currently working to spread this podcast to other places where the story can be heard.